Action Park Media. Uh, yeah. I know you're digging this type of shit right here. We about to spark it on the mic. Yeah. Come on. All right, welcome. Victory the Podcast. I am Doug Elf. And I am Kevin Dillon. I am Kevin Connolly. Victory. Victory. I haven't done a victory. Well, do, do one. Let's see what you got. Victory! Whoa. Hey, it was all right. I mean, it was I was impressed. I got to tell you, there's a lot of stuff going on here. Right. We yeah. got to talk about a lot. Of I'm things. emotional right now. I don't think Kevin Dillon is because he's missed half the podcast, but I've spent a lot of the last year, this pandemic. How dare you? I'm the only one wearing a, a, a victory podcast hat. Do you notice? Look at all our hats. Doug's got his Hollywood Doug ways. Hollywood ways, Ellen. Action Park. Action Park. Well, well, what do I represent? Victory. That's the my podcast. And Chuck love. Sheen. And my Chuck only Sheen. true love. And I got Charlie on my shirt. Yeah. So what I was going to say is that the last year, I don't leave my house much with the pandemic. So really what I do, I come here to Action Park Media, home of Kevin Connolly and his ah, stable of podcast superstars. <laughs> and he's moving. And Dylan, let me tell you something. This guy is growing because the place we're going to is sick. Four times the size of this, I think. Wow. I don't know about wow. square footage. But this guy is preparing for he's major things. We have two studios Two live rooms. And I got a piece of this, right? Yeah, well, uh, yeah down the road. <laughs> you know, down the road. For everybody. We have no contracts right now. We're totally free. I know. I mean, I've been, we've been supporting Action Park. Yeah, listen, look, from your lips to God's ears, I'd love for that to be a conversation. That said, this is the final episode that will be recorded yeah. in this studio. Yeah, I I'll miss any... this place. This, this place has been great. I yeah. mean, I don't know. Corrigan, what do you think? Have we done how many episodes of podcasts in general between American Glutton and We've done we've done thousands of podcasts out of here, right? Wow. Probably about a thousand. That's about right. Probably about wow. a thousand. So, um, so this I is know the final, the grand finale it would only be. It's perfect that victory and, is and the Connolly final. has a couple of new ones: uh, Wet Jeans and Timmy and Bounce Back after the doc. And check check out Timmy Bounce Back. And, but I want to know what. What, what's your favorite, favorite? Well, of course, Victory's my favorite. Better there you go. Results. You hear that, Timmy? You I hear was about that, to you jump over this desk. Timmy? <laughs> and, it's, uh, and it's continuing to grow. So that's but a, I did listen. How many have we done here? We've done, uh, I think we've done 100, right? We're closing in on 100. 100? No, I think we're at 96 or 97. So wow. We've done Just as like many the show. of these as we have Entourage episodes. Crazy. Yeah. But I, no yes. one's fucking canceling us. Right? We're no, not. They're not. Get, and not only that, like we said, I know we sometimes we go, we don't always cover an episode, but if we did, we'd be done, right? So we want to keep it going so that's why we do our other shows where we interview people and i love the ron artest episode i learned a lot but you gotta he call meta world peace or meta, meta, world peace. meta and also sugar ray and tommy hearns what'd you guys think of oh that? man great those guys are so cool i mean i gotta tell you just that for me is the type of stuff that makes my life happy i Grew up watching and loving those guys. And to get them in here, nobody else has them commemorating their 40th anniversary fight besides Hollywood Ways. But nobody else has them. And that's Well, TMZ stole our... uh... Yeah. What a coincidence that TMZ showed up. I, <laughs> I gotta know. tell you, it's so, yeah. so cool. I don't think you guys appreciate just how much grinding I will do to get the word out for us. I, yeah, because Yo, we they... have, like, I don't know what Connolly's doing. I know he's got to pay for the new office space. We're like on tour. Connolly is actually, he's parading us around like stuffed pigs. We are on <laughs> tour and we have to sell tickets. Boston, Long Island, 
Westchester. Yeah. And so let's yeah, well let's yeah, keep yeah. let's let's keep. We got the Paramount Theater on Long Island on November twentieth. Yeah. That's a big one. That's D- Doug's and mine stomping grounds. We gotta sell that one out. And then on December second, Boston in Boston, the Wilbur Ooh. Theater. And I'm telling you, we're diehard Yankee fans. But if we sell that out, I'll wear a Red Sox I uniform. I'm not a diehard Yankee fan. Oh, I'm a right. Mets fan. I don't have a problem wearing a Red Sox. Did you we watch, did win in '86? Did you watch the doc uh, about the I, Mets? I haven't seen it. Kevin, oh my you God. have to. Tonight. No, I, I know all about these guys but yeah kev you tonight go home and you will be riveted you will not so everyone blink. knows yeah, i know they were all like yeah but it's snorting coke but, and doing amphetamines this is, this is just, the this is the good version of it man this 30 is for 30 which yeah. Connolly and i both got emmys for ours i don't think dylan made one but this 30 for 30 well, if i did i would have got one <laughs> this 30 for 30 is phenomenal it's four part yeah. And it's great. All right. Other things on the docket, because we got a lot of stuff. I did Piven's podcast yesterday, How You Live in Jay Piven. Kevin Connolly's doing it next week, I believe. Yeah, I'm supposed to, I just got to figure it out. We're busy with busy with the move, but I'm doing it. Ooh. I just, we don't have a date locked in, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. He did ours. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, Ooh, cool. Okay. Cool. How'd it go, Doug? It went, it went very nicely, you yeah, know? Nice. And, uh, and as I tell Jeremy, you know, we all rise together and like, let's get this shit together. And I don't know if you saw, I watched Adrian's show last night, Clickbait first two episodes because everybody's hitting me on instagram did you watch it and just again so we're clear of course i'm gonna watch it i love adrian and i support him and he did a great job on this show it's a good thing and then you uh, did that funny post on instagram i I figured i might as well use adrian he's not gonna work (laughs) with us i might as well get him to promote us a little bit so i did it so hopefully it uh, was funny that was funny it was a picture of uh adrian and said well explain the pod so it's uh, it's the the poster of his show which basically says five million views or i die so i said uh Oh, is like, that yeah. what the I, I haven't watched the show and and I'm, I want to watch it, but I mean you guys know this. It's just it becomes near. It's so hard, man. Yeah. With the kid. Yeah. Yeah. I just by the time I get home at night, I mean I can't I can't get anything done. Excuses. I, yeah. You know. Excuses. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna, it's on the it's in the queue. It's in the queue. But what the show is about is he gets kidnapped and they put him on the internet and it says when it gets to five million views they're gonna kill him. So what I thought I'd do is is I begged for some viewers for Victory the podcast and we're gonna kill Vince if we don't get it. That so. Was so you photoshopped the uh, the cardboard. I had Photoshop. I had your your office, Scotty. Scotty Wilson did it, who's a fucking master. And uh, I gave him the idea, and he delivered. So and I told him, you got to save baby bro. <laughs> but it's funny. I wake up, and I scroll through, and it's like the same post three times in a row because you hit all of your handles at the same time. No, I wait, actually. I spread them out by, like, 12 seconds. Oh, well, because maybe it's me, though, because I'm uh-huh. like, there it is on Mr. Doug Ellen. There it is on Hollywood Ways. There it is on Victor. You know, and so everyone's going to learn, and the advertising execs around the planet will tell you, it is. You got to keep letting people know what you're doing. Otherwise, yeah. you know, it doesn't happen. You. So, yep. Yep. so yep. he hears me, but he's We got a couple me, more so. things to talk about, but we are going to cover Season 3, Episode 11, What About Bob? And once again, epic. Yes, great episode. Right. You got the sneakers, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, that the, the Fugijamas, which we got endless stories about. Um, and this is Drama the start of Five Towns. I mean, spanking it in the trailer. This is like a, a, an iconic <laughs> yeah, like, moment. Like, that's really weird for you, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> it's an iconic moment. It's the way I loosen up, bro, right before I do a podcast. <laughs> Oh, by the way, Dylan, you're going to lose your mind. I think this actually works at the new Action Park Media Studios. I mean, you probably never saw the movie Parasite, but uh, it's genius. And there's a basement in this thing, and there is... 
It's like a cage that we could keep you in so that you will never be late. We, yeah. If we lord Dylan you down can there, sleep oh, there, you guys are going to keep me in a cage. Yeah, you got to see this thing, though. It's crazy. Kind of weird. I'm glad you like the new office. I love the new office. I want to talk about Hearns and Sugar Ray a little bit. Yeah, let's bit. do it. Because it really do, does seem to me like they want a rematch at this age. I really feel like they want one. Tommy, 100%. You think Sugar Ray felt I like d- that? I kind of do. Wow. I do not. And by the way, Sugar Ray looks like he can fight right now. He's looking tough. He looks great. He looks great. I, I, I don't think that anybody would sanction the fight. I don't think it would, anybody would let it happen, especially, look at what happened to Holyfield. Uh, you put some, you see some how good, head gear on him. Just big, saying, you see how, good, you see how good Holyfield looked physically in yeah. the ring, and you see what happened to him, it was off. Yeah. It was sad to watch one of the, truly one of the great heavyweights of all time go down like that in a fight that he had no business being in. I would hate to see Sugar Ray and Tommy. I, I, I missed that. What happened to Holyfield? He got knocked he, out He stepped in, he stepped in for somebody, for like one of these kind of like, you know, for, was it Triller? Was it Triller? Was no, it no. Uh, whatever it was for one of these fights? And he stepped in and he got knocked out like oh, in a man. vicious manner in the first round. But first of all, he looked like an Adonis. I mean, he still looks amazing. Yeah. But he, you know, just. It was, I, it I don't want to see that happen to Sugar Ray Leonard. But what I thought. Or Dil- Tommy Hearns, for or, that matter. Of course not. Or either of them. But I mean, Dylan put on my Instagram, which I thought <laughs> he said he wanted to fight. So I was like, you want to fight Sugar Ray Leonard? And he was like, yes. So I, I don't know if he was kidding, but. Uh, <laughs> for a million dollars, I would. Would you do it for a million bucks? Yes, I would. Okay. 100%. Yeah. Would you yeah. not? I uh, I mean, I'm not saying I, mean, I, I would, could take I would, Sugar Ray. I, mean, right, I, I, would, I guess you'd have to get in there and try your best I, and I, you'd I, get knocked out. But yeah, I and guess. try and survive three rounds. And by the way, I, I could make it entertaining, but a million dollars. So, bro, but a million I mean, dollars, you'd get it. I'm forgetting getting in there and then like running around. and no, no, yeah. you'd, you'd take some shots. If I, if I got knocked out, it'd be worth a million bucks. Right. <laughs> I would I would just commit to getting knocked out, but I would try my best not well, to. And then you don't get commit to that. You want to fight your way and see Meaning that like I wouldn't dive. The, the problem like, is he would have to knock me. My out. problem is I love Sugar Ray Leonard. He's my favorite boxer of all time. You couldn't so bring even, yourself, even if I could somehow win that fight. Which I would feel couldn't. it would make me. I would feel bad. Wait, it. are you yeah. listening to this? So Dylan might lose this fight because he'd feel bad for <laughs> Sugar Ray. to throw the fight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, here comes the next question then. And we used to talk about this, which was weird. We were in high school. We used to talk about this. Would you get in the ring with Iron Mike Tyson for a million bucks? We literally used to talk about that. Now Mike. Well, that's different now because Iron Mike okay. was an absolute animal, and he was Sugar Ray is sixty five. Right, like Iron Mike. At, Probably at, 145 at, pounds. At, at 21 years old, Iron Mike could have killed you or, yeah. or paralyzed you. All right, so yeah. now let's talk about this because, unfortunately, I don't know if Dylan knows if he checked our Instagram, but Connolly and I were lucky enough to go have dinner with no, Iron Mike. I saw Mike. that. Thanks, thanks guys. I appreciate <laughs> the uh, call on that. You know what? It was a last-second invite from me, but we went to Craig's. Craig's for dinner. Craig's for dinner. I love Craig's. Uh, thanks for Craig's the invite. For no, 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 don't worry but about me. Iron Mike looks incredible, and I, I'm actually not sure how old he is, which is embarrassing. He's probably my age. Uh, yeah, he's probably yeah, so would you so you'd get in the ring with Sugar Ray for a million would you get in the ring with Mike for a million bucks tomorrow Kevin Dillon yes Jesus Christ now you gotta pay taxes on this Dillon alright so. right, give me, now, <laughs> give me and, one, and, one and a half then. And, and don't forget remember this I want a million out the door all right? right tax free million yeah. tax free fair enough but you know remember Tyson fought on Roy last Jones. Thanksgiving Roy Jones and on that day he would have hurt People, I yeah. thought he hurt Roy Jones. Dude, I'd, I'd be actually... doing a lot of dancing. Yeah, I'd be doing a lot of dancing. You'd be sugar plums dancing in your head when you were asleep. <laughs> so, because all I'm saying is, I believe that Mike Tyson could still one solid punch if he threw it and connected. Yeah, he might he kill you. Yeah, yeah might kill that you. was the basis for Rocky Balboa, right? Yeah, like, uh, you, what's called the puncher's chance, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't. I don't. Can want I wear to. headgear, please? <laughs> can I please wear headgear? I, I don't want to get hit by Mike Tyson for a million I, bucks. I, I, I didn't want to get hit when he was twenty-one. I don't want to get hit now. I but. just think I would get really hurt. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think I'd I'd probably end up I'm in a coma. Sure, or something. that would happen. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Dylan's like, well, how much to put Dylan Connolly in a ring? You're gonna have to pay him a million to get in a ring with me. <laughs> I would never get in the ring with anybody. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm you got a, a kid now. You I'm got a bar fighter, bro. You got to keep your face. Although I'll tell you, barroom brawler. I like to. I like them to not know that. I like to be in the fight a few seconds before they are. So yeah, yeah, squaring yeah. off in the ring is not. You like good to uh, sucker punch guys <laughs> at the bar. I think the idea, because one of the things, and then we'll get into this episode after this break. But one of the things on on how you live in J Piven podcast yesterday, I think he said I need to listen to it back. I think he said something that he was different than than like us, and he meant Jerry as well. That all of us have like a weird violent streak in us. I swear to God, I think that's what he said. I need to listen to it back. And then I said it to Connolly, and Connolly was like, "Well, yeah, that's true." Yeah, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't think he's, I don't think he's making that yeah. up. I mean, with the exception of Adrian, but you certainly are angry <laughs> no, as hell. What makes as him, Dylan, as we know, and what makes him think he doesn't have that? I don't. I think, he seems like he might have that too. I think I mean, he meditates. I think he's calmer than us. Actually. Yes, I don't think it's Is quite he? as explosive as. Yeah. Uh, you or Doug? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't think I don't think Jay Piven is like getting in a in a. Well, is he not? Uh, I, I've seen it on the set a little bit. He's a yoga guy. He right? meditates. Fifteen years ago. I'm not fighting anybody. Let's yeah. do this episode. All right, we'll be back the for the break. All right, welcome back, Victory the Podcast, and we are talking season three, episode eleven, written by Brian Burns, directed by Ken Whittingham, and uh, great guest star of. Eddie Burns. Eddie Burns, and also then, sadly, Martin again, Landau. We lost two people on the on this show. Yep. Martin Landau has passed away, which is terrible. And DJ AM died in a plane crash, which is... No, he way. didn't die in a I plane crash. She didn't die in a plane crash. They survived the plane crash, ironically, and then died of, a, of an unfortunate accidental overdose years later. He survived the plane oh, crash. Wow. But wow. Um, I am literally losing my mind. I swear no, to God. I mean, really, obviously, I know that. He was but in I've, a really bad plane. Yeah, I, I, it, it's, it's an easy thing. You've well, lost your mind on other things. That's an easy <laughs> oh, mistake. That was years ago, bro. <laughs> I don't know if it was a connection, but anyway, he was actually, he was really good. He, was, he did a right? good job. You know, he was and, good. And you guys know the reason he was in this episode is because he's famous for being a giant sneakerhead and had an incredible collection, which I don't, I don't know well, what happened. We'll, we'll get to that, but okay. let's start. So this is what about Bob, right? That's the title of the episode. And again, I have to say it's been so long since I've watched these episodes this episode is really fucking it's good. It's awesome. It's one it's of my awesome. favorites. Also iconic, A, because of the sneaker storyline and Kevin Dillon's uh, meltdown on the set of Five Towns and one of the more quotable lines. It's, yeah. it's a super quotable line from Five Towns. But let's break down the three storylines, right? So, Doug, E, Ari, and Bob Ryan are going to sell the Ramones. Yeah. I want to be sedated. And I just love this. And and. Martin Landau is so good and you feel so much compassion for him because he is this old guy that's out of it. And still Ari, because I've been getting a lot of, just so everyone knows, I've been getting a lot of calls from the press about the reboot and they all keep asking the same shit. Can you do it in this culture? And I watched this episode and I don't know what anybody's talking about. This is so tame and so realistic and so fucking true to business. That pretty much could have been on network TV. Absolutely. There's a couple of fucks and Dylan jerking off. Thank God we didn't see it. It was Johnny Drama jerking (laughs) 
not Dylan, <laughs> by the way. But yeah, that was, I that do was, that here before yeah. the podcast. <laughs> but Bob Bob Ryan gets duped by Ari, and it it really is funny. And you know, honestly, like you got E in the middle, but I yeah, Ari's right. Yeah, I Ari's mean, totally right. But let's talk come about on, the everybody. First scene. Everybody knows how to, the way to close a studio deal is to pull a quarter out of the president's ear. <laughs> let's get into the first one, though. I mean, Martin coming into that meeting, which he's he's ready with his pitch, which that's really. That is how a pitch goes. For he brings who's... a deck of cards. He goes, <laughs> well, I'm do a card trick. Well, that might not be the way the pitch goes, but the way he wants to get into it and the way he wants to talk about the, the movie he's got, which is the Ramones, which is now happening in he real life. He wants to do like a backstory. Like he wants to do a real pitch and Ari just wants to sell, sell, sell. Yeah, and, yeah. and just so you guys know, just for a little backstory, how the Entourage pitch happened and was sold to HBO. I walked in, the nervous writer. I had 15 pages of material and uh, Ari, Emmanuel, who I'd never heard of and never met in my life, who represented Mark Wahlberg and Steve Levinson. He came in, I'm with my agent, and I'm about to talk, and Ari just takes over in three seconds, and that's really where this came from, and sold it. In the room, I had nothing to do with it. Wow. Zero. Right. So, um, and in fact, I called him after. I was like, do they uh, they want to read some of my writing samples? He's like, do you want to unsell the fucking thing? What are you talking about? So, um, yeah. So we strike out at the first studio, and Ari's so appalled that he sends Bob to Disney, and we're really going to Universal. Yeah, but think about like... Which blows up in our face. And and what Bob Martin was talking about there, a couple of behind-the-scenes things, Don Steele, who he says the president of the studio, who passed away and was a very beloved studio head in this town. I did a movie with her, and she was... What movie? uh, Angus, and she was amazing. Yeah, so that was... She she died way too young, and that was sad. But also this episode, I believe, is the one where Martin fell the night before, I think. Yeah. He had a little limp. At one point, you could see him, but again... This is at his age. You were kind of holding him up. He was kind of leaning on me, right? And he, but he, you know, he was. But he said he'd never ever missed a day of work. And I'm like, Dylan. And he said he's <laughs> never missed one, but his leg was purple. It was, it, it was ugly looking, man. Yeah. It was scary. And the other thing I remember about, we shot that scene out in front of Paramount, and you can't see it, but I remember it was scorching hot out. Mm-hmm. I mean, hot, hot. And Martin Landau would do this thing where, uh, this is an actor thing where, Once you go to the set to start the scene, you do not leave the set until the scene is complete. When they're turning around and changing angles, you don't go to your dressing room. You sit in your chair until the scene is complete. It's an actor studio thing. Really? Me... It was so hot. I'm running when the they AC. Were, by the way, they were changing lenses, and I was running back to my trailer and stripping my clothes down and laying there in the air conditioner because I was so hot. Because he's translucent. But, I can't uh, but I was. I was burning up. And and there's Martin Landau with a bad leg in a 100-degree heat in a suit, and he just... You don't leave the set until the scene is done. And he's a master. I mean, when you guys are watching this, because I now really can sit back and watch it as a fan. And and again, Brian Burns wrote the episode, but obviously I have a, a lot into this. And, you know, characters are named Jackie Stone, who's one of my you know best friends since kindergarten. She's now running uh, Podcast One, Connolly's rival. Um, so and there's so many other elements of it. Uh, we'll get to your story, but amongst friends, which Rob Weiss was the movie he made, and we basically just do a whole. Yeah, that's I want to. Cl- I want to close with five times. So, okay, I, but, I think but it's, I, it's our. It's our. But it's, I want to talk about when you're watching Martin Landau, and we just sat here in like Action Park, like the TVs are gone, so we watched it on a little screen together. But don't you guys really feel for for Bob? Don't Bob you really like? Oh yeah, you know he's so good. How did he not win an Emmy for this? Like, he did. I, he, no, he, I'm no, pretty no, he sure did. he did. He did not. Believe me, I would believe he me. He wasn't even that. fucking. No, nominated. no, he was nominated. Though. I don't think it was nominated. 
nominated. I, Guys, I, was Gary's, he nominated? Gary's I'm sure he was. I'm almost positive he wasn't, and it's a disgrace. So to the Emmys, I know I'm not allowed to be nasty to anybody, but to the Emmys, go fuck yourself, okay? Matt Damon should have won. Whatever. I'll never be up for an Emmy again, just so everyone knows. Never. You know, the thing... Dylan, look at Dylan. If everyone you can't see, I know it's audio. Dylan is bowing his head in shame right now. He wants nothing to do with I'm thinking about the Emmys. I didn't win. <laughs> you should have won several. Uh, he tries to, he's nice to Bob Ryan. Very nice. You yeah. got kind he said, eyes. I'm, he, I'm a nice boy with kind eyes. <laughs> and, and he's trying to save it. But, you know, the episode ends, which is really, you know, at the end of the day, and we'll talk about these other storylines, but, you know, Vince bought Turtle a $20,000 <laughs> pair of sneakers. And the episode ends with Bob Ryan basically telling us to fuck off. He sold it to Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers hates Vince. Yeah. And the end line, which is always good because it's like that, oh, shit, you know, oh, what's wrong? No, oh, and just spent $20,000 on a pair of sneakers and don't have a job and then cut to black. And, and we're going to talk episode. about those sneakers and we each and got I don't a remember where, where it goes either. So I'm, I'm looking forward I'll to I'll tell you what, I were sneakers that bit or yes. we way ahead of the curve kind uh, of because we I don't remember them being as big as they, they are they now, were that but. big but I believe and and Mark Smith designed those shoes I'm pretty sure we 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 helped the culture but yes yeah. it was that big and it was that growing and as you guys know tragically right where we were shooting that there was a shooting at, waiting for a Travis Scott sneaker to come out guy was recently yeah actually killed so yeah I mean sneakers. sneakers were always big and, and rest in peace to that guy that's horrible so nobody should be fighting over sneakers but they but I do remember reading the not fully understanding the storyline. So yeah. you guys were I was like, who cares about sneakers? Yeah, and who's oh, waiting online? Cared. Oh, well, yeah. they cared. And and certainly now you see it. But I mean, you I think you guys were it's not that you were ahead of the curve on the sneakers, you were ahead of the curve and capturing it and making it part a- of the episode. Absolutely. And, and let we I just have to say one thing. We were all given a pair of these Fugi Jamas, of the which gold later ones. on went through the roof price-wise. Right, the gold ones. I had no idea the value of these things. And I threw them in my my garage and they went MIA. They went missing and I'm pretty sure maybe All right, well I want to get into that. Well, did somebody Someone grabbed them. I want to get into that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I want to get into the whole sneaker thing because we're going to get into that whole story before the break. Last thing on the Bob story, which you can see it, you know, writers and uh, they always uh, use uh, things that motivate, inspire them, whatever it is. And, And you can see Bob. I mean, it's literally right out of Death of a Salesman. I remember when I was like, put this line in there. He's like, there was a time. And if you look at one of the great plays of all time Arthur it. Miller Death of a Salesman Great. that was really what I was looking for out of that Martin Landau character to be kind of this Willie Loman guy who who used to think he was somebody and it's all gone and I love that he's driving his old white rolls and and Martin again rest in peace I love that man he was yeah. a genius and and we were lucky to have him yep. yeah and we'll no be doubt. right back after the break to talk about the other storylines Welcome back, Victory the Podcast, Season 3, Episode 11. What about Bob? Let's and talk some sneakers. Let's talk sneakers. Sneaks. So so those shoes, as I said, Mark Smith designed them. They were amazing. And well, uh, <laughs> Dylan, it's, uh, it's not your style. It's not I, my I don't style know whose either. style it is. They're bright gold. Well, and I don't know. I mean, they're people's style now because we they're going for a bunch of money. So what yeah. happened to yours, Dylan? What's the, the your understanding of what happened to yours? Someone grabbed them from my, uh, you know, I threw them in the garage, not realizing the what value. And I share, at that stage, I had uh, two duplexes with a, an adjoining four-car garage, and someone grabbed them. One of the tenants. One, uh, maybe one of the tenants, maybe one or maybe tenants. one of the visitors of one of the tenants. Someone so, who knew the value of these things. Right, because if I didn't know, I wouldn't. I had no idea. Mine were in my garage as well for years because I just didn't like that. I didn't get it. You know, 
So it's weird that you guys don't get it, and hopefully we'll get, we'll get you guys to get dressed. But they were not. I'm wearing great shoes today. I'm wearing <laughs> I'm wearing Jordans. But they uh, were I, I they're not like a sneaker that was like meant to wear every day. They were a piece of art, and he really put something together that was very cool and and very exciting. But you know, mine were on display in my house for a long time. I was worried they were going to go bad. So now they're in my friend Jordan Inslee's warehouse, safely and secure for when they go up. But what I'll say is they were worth fifteen or twenty thousand dollars twenty months ago and they just sold at Sotheby's seven months ago for ninety thousand oh dollars so they I'm sick to my stomach and they're going up and i believe oh, that yeah. this podcast has not hurt the value of anything related to entourage but ninety thousand bucks and i'm trying to figure out whose pair of shoes they were because what was made was mark Wahlberg got one we all got one rob weiss got one so there's probably 10 12 pairs made that cool. we know of that we know uh, yeah of. so i don't know right, if, so they probably made they more. were probably mine that just sold for 90 grand yeah Oh, well, you know, you know, the, you know, the ironic thing is, um, and this is crazy and, and I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but you know, DJ AM, uh, who, who passed away, you know, he, he's known for having one of the best sneaker collections in the world. So I gave him my sneakers thinking, you know, listen, uh, they're sitting in my garage. He'll display them. Right. It was, I felt like I was like mm-hmm. sort of giving them to the hall of fame. I knew they'd get proper love at his. I didn't know they'd be worth 90,000, but I gave them to DJ AM and he had them as part of his collection. And then when he passed, his mom was kind enough to not only give me the shoes back, but give me the shoes back with the certificate that wow. they were part of AM's collection. Did wow. you have to ask for them? Or? I mean, I kind of, I, I <laughs> no, no, I, I asked from a friend. I was like, hey, is it weird? And she, her mom was like, absolutely, and gave them gave him right back to me with, with the certificate. So that was very nice. Which so brings me to AM's something mom. that I, cool. I forgot to talk about, and now I'm sure you don't want to talk about it, but great job by her. But unlike the Conor McGregor chair, and the only reason I'm bringing up, people keep asking, he doesn't have it. But what I have is my buddy Frankie Juvenello just sent me a Rick Dalton uh, poster from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which we're going to talk about that movie in a minute because it relates to this in a little way. But my question is in front of Kevin Dillon. Um, can you get Leo to sign Yeah. It? Oh, really? Yeah. And he's not going to throw it in the fucking corner. Like, <laughs> uh, he'll sign it for you. Yeah. I Holy get. shit. So you're, you are committing to a DiCaprio. Is he going to write to the producer? Because he calls me the fucking producer. <laughs> he's going to say something nice to me? I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'm sure he can do whatever. But I, yeah, I'm, Leo's not going to take it and throw it in the fucking garage like your boy. <laughs> see, how, Dylan, you see how he's, bl- he's starting to blame me a little bit? Like, I'm not you blaming you, but like, yeah, that's my point exactly. Like, I, I wouldn't, yeah, Leo will sign your post. I thought sure. you were going to just say, I'm not dealing with your post. Poster and that's it, right? Like, because that's one way to go about it. But you're committing to it, so I'm now have to bring the poster, and that's very exciting. Yeah, so I want Leo to write something it's, it's really actually nice. Actually, very easy. You know, that's my point with Conor McGregor. It wasn't that big of a deal, and I'll show you how easy it is when I get Leo to sign the fucking poster. In two you know, what, Dylan, do you see? This is what Pippin was talking about. Do you see Conor's like <laughs> well, rage, like growing? He's still ready to yeah, like. He's balance. mad about. He's mad about that chair. Yeah. I don't blame him. But he I don't want to smuggle that thing out. Of I there. don't want to talk about that chair anymore. All right, let's. All right, but I'm bringing the poster <laughs> to the new Action night. Park Media headquarters next oh, week. Bro. All right, so now uh, I also wanted to talk about Jerry and Adrian. Fucking great in this episode, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. And, and I don't, you know, I'm trying to think how many times we see them like kind of alone on their own story, where where Vince really is like his dad, and 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 Turtles like the pouty teenager. What are you saying? I'm yeah. sad, Vince. I'm just I'm sad. Just sad. <laughs> I bought you the best weed in L.A. Like he just wants Turtle to be weed. happy. I'll cry. He wants Turtle. To 
to be happy. It's nice yeah. though, yeah. you know, and that's yeah. again reminds me of what this show's about. It's about friendship, and and you saw just now how nice Kevin Conley was that he's gonna get. I thought you were gonna tell me to go fuck myself with this Leo poster. I'm really happy now because I'm gonna frame <laughs> that. I'm gonna put it up. And well, let's see if it happens. <laughs> Cut to three weeks from now. I'm like, where is the poster? Like, Listen, I don't know what you want to do. I brought the poster to his house. I, he's out of town. I can't find him. <laughs> and by the way, I was supposed to be at a party, my buddy Mark Roberts' birthday, which was my greatest birthday party ever, which Conley was at. Dylan didn't show up. Jeff Ross roasted me. Um, Mark Roberts, who threw me that party, he had a birthday party, which I was not feeling well, so I didn't go, but Connor was with him. So I could have, I don't know what would have happened. He might have punched me in the face. I, I, yeah. So. yeah he, don't don't by the, confront By Connor. the way, did you guys see he threw out the first pitch at a baseball game? Now, how would you compare that to uh, Adrian's first throw at the Dodger game? It was worse. I mean, Adrian is from Roy Holiday compared <laughs> to, it compared to, to Conor McGregor. And it made it to the backstop, but this thing was like... Adrian's pitch was wild. considerably better than well, Conor McGregor's. Conor McGregor's was strange because, I mean, it wasn't like unathletic. It was just so ridiculously yeah. off target that it looked like he's never well, thrown a baseball. They don't throw. Yeah. And, you know, they grow up kicking a ball around. Yeah. You know? They don't throw balls. But they, you would think like, hey, let me take a couple, you know, let me take a couple, but we took a couple practice cracks, right? We were throwing the ball around before we threw out the first we? pitch. Yeah, we did a little. I was lucky enough to get the throw out a pitch at the Scranton AAA Yankee team, uh, the Rail uh, Riders. Did and you go off the mound? I went off the mound and I also, though, I threw a bunch of balls in the tunnel earlier because I hadn't thrown a baseball in a of long course. time. Did, did you throw a strike? I, I don't know if I threw a strike. I definitely hit the catcher's mitt. Right. May have the lifted catcher. It. I don't really yeah, remember. Yeah. So you got yeah. it. But what I it could didn't tell get you, away from the catch. You were no. not George Bush post 9-11, <laughs> but it wasn't. But the I threw a it. pretty nice pitch. But what I can tell you is being in the tunnel and I threw like 15 practice pitches, my arm felt like it was going to fall off my body. Like from something that when we were kids, I would do all day. Yeah. See, I have a cannon, so it's different. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see that. But anyway, Dylan, right. Dylan, cannon Dylan, do I not have a cannon? He's got a rifle. He does. He's got a good arm. You, Look at you, I love how he turned it from a cannon to a rifle. He's got no cannon. Know, maybe, he's got a rifle. He's maybe like, a cannon was giving myself a little too it's much. It's more of a BB gun. <laughs> so anything else on this sneaker, Fuki Jama story that we're missing? I mean, no, I mean, it's, it's just $90,000. It's, it's just crazy to, to think that, you know, honestly, Zulai was like, is there any way we can get these out of the house. Get them out of the living room. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're expensive, but they're, they, you know, if you're not like a sneaker person, they're ugly, right? I mean, they're I gold, so, right? But, yeah. but I think you guys are out of your fucking well, mind. Well, clearly we're out of our shit, minds. But I think, and they will be, uh, my guess is Come they're going to go to three, four hundred thousand oh, dollars. stop I'm it. I'm dead serious. I'm dead How? serious. Oh, they are going to go to three, four hundred thousand dollars. I guarantee it. I, I would mean, sell them while you can. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yours are looking a little yellow, Doug. I wonder if you, <laughs> you have them in a... I can't wait to sell mine and bring the cash in and just throw it in front of you guys. And go, I'll you call the IRS and make sure you pay taxes. <laughs> so, I'll all right, steal so, a couple 20s. So the sneaker story we're good with. We're and, good with. Let's move on to the... Let's move on to the... The comedy gold. The Johnny drama storyline. That story is the Johnny drama storyline. First a lot day. Of stuff in this in this episode. You know, this Five Town show was a homage to Rob Weiss, executive producer who made this great independent movie in 90, 92, something like that, Amongst Friends, which everybody should check out. So I I, I have you do the speech. That's almost for You know, beta. I'm gonna be I'm gonna come clean right now. I've never seen Amongst Friends. Jesus. <laughs> and you didn't tell me when I did the speech. 
that it was amongst friends. Otherwise, I probably would have watched it and maybe tried to. You know what? I mean, we have to look at it. But I'm glad I truthfully, didn't. you're I'm glad I didn't. You would have had something else in your yeah, head I would have because tried to do something you different. nailed that one. Right? I, yeah. Can you I nail it today? To, can we do karaoke? Oh, uh, you guys hit me. Uh, can I do half of this? You can no, do, do yeah. the, do the, Start with the second. Start All with right, the second part. Right. Keep the accent. Here we go. It's not just happening over there. It's happening over here. It's happening everywhere. All three of them went down. Boom, boom, boom. One after the next. And I'm not going to stand around and let it happen to nobody. Not in my town. Not in any of my five towns. Huh? Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. I mean. Great writing, Doug. Douglas, very good. Very again, nice. it's a great plagiarism, Doug. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I really nailed it as well as I did on the day. But... I think you were better on the day. There's <laughs> yeah, something, I mean, uh, you know, because Kev, you're from New York. I was like, doing a big you accent. Did the heavy, yeah, heavy I went heavy New, New York. York. And I, I'm just, yeah, I don't remember this 100, percent but yeah, I am hoping all three of them. I was throwing all the these those and demers. You know, I'm all hoping we can get a copy cigarette. of uh, of, yeah. of amongst friends so we could see what that actual scene looks like. Yeah, because I, yeah. I don't even remember whether it is that similar or not but we'll look at it and we'll see. But I can tell you what is similar, and I don't want to fuck up my signed Leonardo DiCaprio poster, but Quentin's one of my favorites, one of my idols. But there is a scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that is exactly what's happening there without the jerking off thing. Leo is getting ready to do his, uh, Rick Dalton is getting yeah. ready to do his show. He's trying to pump himself up. And he's insecure, yeah. like I trauma. I the same thing when I saw that movie. So my question to you is, who did it better? You or Leo? It's different. <laughs> well, it is a little different. Uh, <laughs> Dylan, Dylan but, don't be but shy. Le but le Leo's great. Leo's great. Leo's great. <laughs> yeah, Leo's he's pretty great. good. And so, Leo's and so, good. so it's Dylan. It's two different things, right? Uh -huh. it's, but, but yeah. here's my question. Do you? I mean, and I'm, I'm asking you honestly. I'm not being sarcastic. Do you think that one thing had anything to do with the other in your heart of hearts? I think Quentin was a fan of the show. I don't think he stole it. I think there's it plenty of actors who motivate like he themselves had that to way. Have but. seen it. To, I don't know. They are that similar. We know Leo watched the show. Again, I'm not Maybe accusing anybody of anything. Yeah, I'm not accusing yeah. anybody of everything. Anything, as I just said, I took mines directly from uh, Death of a Salesman and this and that. I think it's a little bit of a homage. Yeah, I don't. You know. are not a pussy. You are not. You fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but what I want to know is now a little bit. <laughs> we've kind of seen it, which was always something I always wanted to do. I thought it would be so cool to see like the same script acted out by different actors and filmed. So oh, whatever. That would be cool. That'd Everyone be cool. could watch it. We'll do a social clip. You can watch it and tell me. But what I want to know is, and I'm loving how we could figure out this. What do you think Dylan would have looked like in Titanic? <laughs> <laughs> we could Photoshop him on the, the front Titanic. of the boat with Kate Winslet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but also, so let's talk about Conley's so uncomfortable right now. He doesn't even want to discuss it. Dylan was like, I could have fucking blown I'm, away. Oh, I was thinking about it. Yeah, I'm king of the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what I want to talk about is the, is the, uh, you know, the drama getting caught whacking off, yeah. uh, yeah. On the sound, now that things like that happen, yeah. right? Yeah, so, yeah. but people... before that, I, I do want to talk about how he gets hit with a monologue. He had already had a, like a two-page. He was already nervous about the going monologue. into it, you right? Know? He's so already he's nervous. freaking out right. about that. He gets there, and uh, Eddie Burns is like, "Yeah, I, uh, I, I added to your monologue just just a couple paragraphs." I'm like, "What? You're gonna do it on the move? It's gonna be a big walk and talk." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And, and this I, is what Doug Ellen used to do to us. But that's like, why it was in there because it was really from <laughs> Dylan and I's relationship. Yes. And I love I love the inside kind of inside baseball stuff where you guys are walking and talking and doing a scene, yeah. talking about doing a walking and talking, which I scene. love to do now. Yeah. But in the beginning, I didn't like it because yeah. I felt like he 
lose some of the comedy. Yeah, well, and I but talk- you can't just hit Dylan with a no, no. with a monologue or additional well, it's stuff. Happened. It's happened in the past, but I do like you know I like to work on stuff. So. But I also I talked to you know on Jeremy's podcast yesterday. I talked about that with him too. Like, there's not a lot of TV where or there wasn't. Now TV is more cinematic, but there wasn't back then. There wasn't a lot of TV where actors were getting these long speeches, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know all of you had them. At we some all point. had monologues. Yeah. yeah, and and I think doing it on the move too, which was there was a debate all the time about it, whether most TV shows, especially 15 years ago, they were all a bunch of cuts to giant heads. And I did, I wanted to shoot it more like a movie and we shot it with you guys in the same frame and you and Eddie Burns, which it, it gets me sad when I see Eddie Burns and we made a great pilot together and we got fucked on that. And he was so good. And yeah, yeah, so yeah, what, yeah. whatever it is, but yep. he was great to come and show up. And Brian, yep. uh, you know, his brother who delivered Eddie and delivered a great script and delivered you two and other things. So that was, that was cool. The one thing, uh, did you, I was wondering where you got this from, because there is this famous story about Stallone well, leaving right. his mic on. That's in the what trailer. I was, was going to say. So for people that don't know, so what happens is when you go, go to set before you do a scene after hair and makeup you go and they wire you for sound so they run the wire down your shirt they clip it so you can't hide it i personally would use an ankle wrap so i would yeah. have like the battery mic around my around uh, around my ankle yeah. dylan were you an ankle well, I, guy I, no, or pocket guy get dylan would put his everybody has whatever makes you the most comfortable and in theory the sound guy after should turn you off. Uh, well, from I mean, his... it's it's like re- he's really supposed to the minute yeah. that it's off, he's supposed to turn it off. Yeah. So because everybody that has headsets on and as a director, I've been on the other end of it where I've looked at the sound guy and gone, dude, cut the sound. Everybody's listening yeah. to these people talking like you have to remember that you're wired because yep. people are listening yep. to you. So drama goes into. But his... I know where it came from. And it wasn't from that. Stallone it wasn't story. Stallone? No. no, it came from and I kind of stole it. It came from the naked gun. I remember. Remember Leslie Nielsen was like at a police banquet or something, and he goes to the bathroom and he's taking a leak, and like 500 <laughs> people are listening to it. I remember that, so. right? But Dil- Dylan walks in with a Maxim magazine and a bottle of hand lotion. I'm, I'm taking Turtle's advice to to uh, relax. to relax a little yeah. bit because I'm, I'm a little stressed out. He said, "Just spank one in the trailer." Yeah, it's really though just to, to go back on that storyline. It's a really good episode for you, and it's a really real thing. Like you, you haven't gotten a real great job in a while. You're nervous <laughs> about it, and and Turtle's got his stupid advice, but, you know, you take it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, right, Turtle. I'm going to go jerk in the trailer. (laughs) Turns out it's... He used takes the advice and it works out. Yeah. So the way that 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 would work would be afterwards, Kevin would go with the sound guy who would take the boom and he would record the dialogue of what everybody was was listening to through the sound, right? That yeah. were, they weren't really listening to that. Yeah. So Kevin would have to go, but there's a point, you're like, ooh, look at you. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Look at you. Oh. <laughs> I mean, and I, then the trailer was shaking. I was like, Jesus Christ, what's this yeah. guy doing to himself in there? I, I watched that one with my mother. I told my parents. I'm like, oh, my God. And of course, she stormed out like, oh, they, they go too far. Oh, that was the they one. They go too far. Dylan's mom's like, she oh my God, that, they go too far. She said she said that every episode, by the way. <laughs> but my dad loved it. And just, I mean. But the story goes, well, you say your dad loved it. You oh, did, he loved he, every, he episode, it, yeah, dad, every episode. Every right. episode. The story about Stallone, because Kev, I heard it too. <laughs> yeah, I heard yeah. this too. And it's a famous story. That, uh, and again, disclaimer. I don't know if any of it's true. Disclaimer, it's just a rumor, but like yeah. a sound guy, disgruntled sound guy that was not a fan of Stallone's left his mic on. And recorded him like with a girl, with a girl in the trailer. Have you ever heard that story? I have not. You know, it's one of those stories that travels. You know, for so long, you wonder. Because well, I, I, I want to do an imitation do of it. it right now. Go for it. Uh, work the shaft. 
Cradle the balls. Cradle my balls. Say my name. Wait, is that is that like dialogue? Now I don't know if any of that happened. That is Sylvester right, Stallone. It's a great guy. But that's, 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 that's the dialogue from the, this rumor. The, the yes, rumor, that's the rumor. Those dialogue. are the, the exact. Kevin nailed it on the head. That is, and this is separately. Yeah, Kevin I mean, and I have never talked about this. This has been out there, but I don't. believe This goes any back of it to, to be like, true, like right, you know, like you know, who knows, during the Cobra days, you know, or whatever yeah. it was. But <laughs> it was uh, work the shaft, cradle the balls, say my name, say my name. It just feels too written to me, but I don't know. Tell do it again. Oh, work the shaft, <laughs> cradle the balls, say my name. Um, Nothing like that ever happened on our set. There was once no, in my uh, life, I'm scared. <laughs> Dylan. Dylan's going. I mean. Um, no, but it, you do have to be, you do have to be careful because there are, there are horror stories, you know, about not, not that that's a horror, horror story, but you know, you could talk, you know, so many people, you got script supervisor, producers, people, you know, I mean, well, didn't, didn't you, didn't you catch something on, I don't know if you want to tell the specifics my of Zoom. it. Zoom, what are you talking? No, you, you caught something somebody saying something on the cans and you had a little did discussion you? with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I caught, did. He caught an actor. Yeah. Caught an actor I was an actor shit. and... Uh, but I mean, don't have to get specifics. Yeah, caught an actor talking specific, But one of the actors said something nasty about Who's me. Who's this guy? I think he's Arthur Miller. <laughs> he, said, he said David Mamet. And, uh, it's, it's, it's actually on the pilot and I, I actually threatened to hit him. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Levinson was like... Well. It was the pilot? Yeah, Levinson was like, you cannot talk to people like this. I'm like, this show's not fucking going anywhere anyway. So, yeah. I guess I guess. Pippen was right. We are three of us are kind of fucking idiot, violent weirdos. But um, you got to be careful with those live yeah. mics. But you know what? It's like now the day is. I thought what we were talking about is the Zoom. Now this happens constantly. And uh, if Dylan ever learned what Zoom is, I'd be terrified because people are leaving it on no, all I, the time. I'm Zoomed with you guys, <laughs> Jeffrey Jeffrey Tubin, Jeffrey Tubin, the and CNN guy. Can you imagine that Jeffrey Tubin on <laughs> CNN like actually like dropped his drawers and started like jerking off, jerking what? off on a, on a on a CNN Zoom call with like. Like 40 people. What? Yeah, and he's like the big legal analyst for CNN. And he's, I don't know, he's like the last guy you would expect to be like. Being Everybody a, probably jerks off at some point. So, yeah, you know but, what but I mean? Not on, not on Zooms. He's trying to just loosen up and relax. Yeah. Not on Zooms. I'm and just worried Dylan. Drama. What if Dylan like, gets bored at the podcast and Yo, starts fucking doing it in the but, middle of a podcast? But he, so he gets this, Jeffrey Tubin, Jeffrey Tubin gets suspended, right? So, you know, they, 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 wow. they put him on the, you know, they put him in the, uh, in, in the press box until it dies <laughs> down and then he, he comes back and and right out of the gate, the woman's like, "All right, let's just whoever was interviewing us says, look, look, let's just get right to it.' You were caught <laughs> masturbating on a Zoom, <laughs> and he was like, "Yes, I was. Yes, yeah. I was." You and really like can't come back. I for love that. that. I, I mean, there's no other said, yeah. way to do it. I mean, that's what Hugh Grant did, right? Yeah, but Hugh Grant just, did it on Leno, and, and now he's forgiven. You're saying, yeah, he's well, he's got his job back, but I, to me, I still I just laugh every time he comes off. Well, yes, I was. I mean, there's no way I don't care. I know every one of us jerks off, but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Speak for yourself. There is no way, though, to pervert to now look at Jeffrey Tubin when he's talking serious legal issues and not just get a weird, uncomfortable visual, it's right? Just... <laughs> because it's not that he jerks off, it's that he jerks off on a Zoom with 40 people. Yeah, there's this, there's absolutely absolutely zero reason for it. It just well, doesn't make any sense. I mean, to me, it makes no sense to be like that sexualized. You're like, God, this, right, like, this, it can't uh, wait 20 well, minutes. It, it made sense for Johnny Drama and you wrote that. Sucks. But, but I mean, that was for that meditation purpose. Yes, it was but, so he wouldn't have a panic attack. But this guy so, so was, 
Harvey Tubin was killing time. This is he in the middle of a CNN. Like, how are we going to make calls for social justice? It was like the staff meeting. Bro. And Tubin just said, you know what? I'm going to fucking, I'm going to check out right now. I'm going to go fucking jerk off in front of, you know, right. Anderson yeah. Cooper is talking over there. Yeah. And Don yeah. Lemon is talking right. over there. I, I mean, can, can you oh, imagine what it's, it's so funny. Like, bro, you can't wait 20 minutes. Like, I also what? can't imagine though. Like I would. How not, long could that call have been? But I would not want to see Don Lemon and Anderson Cooper in my peripheral vision. Whatever he's watching on his little <laughs> iPad over here, I just, it wouldn't work for me. There's a pretty good chance that at some point that tape will get leaked. Everything does. And there were 40 people on there. Somebody has it. And there's been worse shit leaked. So, so Tubin, I would be careful. This is not over yet. Jeffrey Tubin. <laughs> you got you to gotta feel bad for the guy. I do not feel to, bad. I don't even know who he is. I, I don't feel look bad. him up. I don't feel bad for him because I think it, like you said, it's so bizarre that he couldn't wait till the end of this call. I mean, I'm sure these Zooms go on a long time, but come on. <laughs> but I will tell you. It's a Je- long Zoom. Jeffrey Tubin has given me and everyone out there should take the same lesson. When a Zoom ends, I turn off my computer completely. Not because I need to go jerk up. Because I want to make sure. <laughs> I hate to see you spanking it up. <laughs> I, I just want to make Zoom. sure that nothing is said. I can't said. take the visual anymore. <laughs> I haven't given you any of the weird visuals that Codley was doing over there, which uh, I'm I never going to that. I cannot unsee yeah. it. One of the funny things was the reactions too. When he's like, oh, "Okay, uh, drum, now give me give me some reactions." Like, well, why would I give a reaction? Well, just give me a, 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 a give me a, your angry reaction, and I give, give the, the angry phase. reaction, and that's like, also give me some a sad. I do a sad reaction. That's all something to talk about, also, because certain actors that came from us too. Certain actors despise that. Connolly fortunately got to the point where he's like, "Just what do you want me to do?" And I would say that look sad. I'm not sure I would ever do that with you because I don't think yeah, you yeah. would put up. But, a- it, but it's funny because drama. Like he understood the angry, he understood the sad, but when, when he wanted to be <laughs> embarrassed, he's like, yeah, you know, uh, I don't get, I'm, I'm not, not really feeling that. Why would I be embarrassed? <laughs> like, uh... And then he whispers into his ear. Uh, your mic was on. The whole crew heard you. And, and the look on my face. And the look on your face. That is one last thing to talk legendary. about though. Conley's directed. I've directed. This is not a Kevin Dillon comment. Johnny drama is probably a handful on a set. What do you think about that? Oh, he was the worst. I think you're looking at it. I think that's. I think that encapsulates well, Johnny drama. It, it depends on you know. Once he has a hit show, that's then he's impossible. Yeah. He wants his bananas cut so thin <laughs> that you could see through them. That's gonna be funny. These episodes are coming up. That's gonna be. That's funny. gonna be tough though if we do the reboot because everybody does want the reboot. Drama won a Golden Globe. They want to see what happened to him. And- Some time has passed. He may have hocked. His golden globe <laughs> no, I at this think, stage. I think, honestly, I think he's on a Netflix show. I, I do. I think he's got, I, I think he's I, got I a like good him. show. I love drama struggling. I really do. I think, you know, guys but you can, could, you could have your struggle and still be struggling. You, you could know struggle, I mean? but, but I mean, like, I don't, I don't think that he's like off doing like these big movies. I think you land on a show. Okay. Right? But what I want to say, that would say be my is, guess. Let's leave it up to Doug. Kev, yeah, huh? No, but I, I think the pro. what you say is an interesting point. Cause a lot of the heart and soul of entourage is John. Johnny drama struggle because everyone it. gets behind that. Yes. Right. So what would it be like to really watch him success? Like, Dude. let's say we come back and drama is the star of NCIS Minneapolis or whatever. Well, one that, we had. That's different. If he were the star of white Lotus or if he were, the well, star I think you of- come back and it's everyone is kind of on their own. 
You're with your you're right. married with a kid. Are you kidding? Ryan Murphy you might have a this, couple kids. Ryan now. Murphy is eight years old at this point. <laughs> Drama's so got to hawk his Emmy to pay his rent. <laughs> you know, and he's like, "Bro, I gotta, I need some money." So, I mean, Yo, somehow we all get back. Let's together. face I think it. That's the way. It's let's happening. face it. Johnny Drama's doing a podcast, right? I mean, that yes. would be <laughs> yes. hilarious. You know what Conley wants? Conley out of the reboot. Conley just wants Action Park Media to be blown up like <laughs> fucking like, Avion Tequila. Sal- yes, I don't need a salary. I just want Action Park and every. Episodes. Yeah, like Action Park's <laughs> going public. Conley's going to be calling me constantly. He goes, you know, I think uh, not only drama's got a podcast, but I could see Vince and Turtle doing a podcast as well. <laughs> but you know, listen, people would come on to promote, and that's the other thing too about DJM. You know, he came on, he did his thing, but he, you know, he's like, oh, I'm spinning tonight at LAX, which DJM owned. Yeah, and, and <laughs> wow. we would do so that for everybody. For we would always right. throw everybody, and you know, again, just watching this episode as a absolute, not knowing what was coming. Totally I really forgot how good it was. Enjoyed. Oh it. my god, yeah. I, it's it's I. I feel like I say this all the time, but I'm like, this is one of my favorite episodes. And I probably do say it a lot, but it's got to be a top 10. It's got to be a top 10. It's just, it's just when you, when you haven't, it's been so long. Doug, yeah. you look right now like you might be spanking. Whoa, what are hey, you doing Doug, over yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to go to the Why video. Why is Connolly's <laughs> eyes going down <laughs> to my dick? Why are you balls in his crotch area? Quit scratching his balls. Weird. A pickleball injury? Um, <laughs> by the way, I played some <laughs> masterful pickleball today, by the way, which is no longer a joke, guys. Just no, so you know, real. real pro league is starting with Mike. Meldman from you know Mike and Mark Lazarus from the I saw Bucks. it on ESPN. I saw pickleball on ESPN. I've been telling you for years, guys. I mean, I wish you'd get into it, but uh, I've been playing uh, racquetball lately. That's great, Kevin. That's like it's, from it's the seventies. I know, I mean, but Jesus Christ, it's super fun. Like though, you're man. watching Charlie Sheen and Wall Chuck Street. Sheen on yeah. Wall Street. <laughs> no, you remember like Michael Douglas and him? Sauna with That's the, right. They had the scene <laughs> with the I mean, like I honestly, you are. I want to say this before we go. Dylan is one of the most uniquely funny, interesting. Which is why I think that Johnny Drama successful people will still love it because he'll still be drama. Because I, I don't know if we talked about uh, this the other day. Maybe we did, but Connolly and I had you know sometimes we have sidebars about you where we talk about. So this whole place is is empty except for these fucking plants that Connolly has in them, and, and Dylan's <laughs> like, uh, I would take those. But you know the name of the plants? What are they? I believe they're Diffabacchia. <laughs> Diefenbachia. <laughs> like, I don't know if you're... By the way, I have 20 of them, and I don't know what they're called. Yeah, but but, but by the way, if, if, Connelly, if Dylan was being funny and making something up right now, I'd be like, oh, that's interesting. And I would tell other people that they're Diefenbachias. The only like thing them. that's left in this office right now are the Diefenbachias <laughs> and the Kevin Dylan cutout. And Stock Tip Dave. Uh, 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 well, Stock Tip Dave. What would you rather take home, Dylan? Like. Stock Tip or a couple of those plants? <laughs> I'll take all those plants home before I take Stock Tip. <laughs> well, anyway, I had a great time Dave. seeing you. I had a great time at this office. Oh, man, I'm going to miss this place. Place. This place was where it, where it got started. New and memories to come. And New again, I'm going to say to everybody out there, we really do need you. It's like we Vince is going to die if we don't get you. So the uh, Wilbur in Boston, December 2nd, um, November Paramount, 20th. November 20th, yep. Long Island, Huntington, Long Island. Come on, let's And then there's tickets. a Westchester yeah. one coming too. So uh, Be there. I'll take care of Westchester. Don't you worry about it. Kevin that. Dillon is going to personally say hello to everybody. So uh, we, I always do. Always do. You, yeah. are, you are good with that. So anyway, that wraps up another episode of Victory the Podcast. I am Doug Ellen. I am Kevin Dill. And I am Kevin Connolly. And good night, Action Park. Good night, Action Park. Victory! Victory!